Hi, this is Dan Cassetta. Welcome to Flashback Friday on Changing Lives, Selling Knives. This podcast was created to share inspiring stories from people who are positively impacting the world using lessons and skills they first learned from selling Cutco knives with Vector Marketing Corporation. Episodes feature some of Cutco's most prominent alumni and top achieving current leaders. Flashback Friday is your chance to hear a short piece of one of my favorite past episodes. We'll hand select the best nuggets to share with you in this short form. The lessons of the Cutco Vector experience are numerous, are compelling, and are real-world concepts for business and life. Thanks for pressing play. Let's get on with today's flashback. Today, we are flashing back to episode number nine with Cutco Vector's central region manager, Mike Muriel. Having been with the company since 1992, Mike is a multiple-time national champion, member of the Cutco Vector Hall of Fame, and has inspired the entire company through his strong, driven leadership. Mike has had several transformative experiences that shaped his life and career, and now he helps countless others to experience the personal breakthroughs that they are seeking in their lives. In this short snippet, Mike shares some of the qualities and practices that have helped him lead himself and his team through challenging times, and he sheds some light on the process he went through to get to the pinnacle in his career. You'll see how the end result of Mike's growth effort was eventually revealed in his performance during several years that stifled many others who were not as prepared for their own personal breakthrough. Mike concludes the segments today with some brilliant insights on how to set yourself and others up for growth and success. The Cutco Vector Marketing Organization is teaching these leadership tools to more young people than any other company in North America. What we do in this company goes far beyond selling knives, and that's the point of this podcast. You can help spread the word about this great place to work by sharing this and other episodes of the podcast with people in your network. CLSK is available for free on just about all podcast players. All episodes, guest bios, and show notes can also be found at changinglivespodcast.com, and you can support our sponsors by clicking on the link marked Deals. Enjoy this flashback segment with Mike Muriel, and if you want to hear more of his story and lessons, check out episode number nine. One of the things I can remember about you is uh, a period of time in vector marketing in, in 2004, 2005. Our company had essentially quintupled in about a decade. Ironically, coinciding exactly with when you started working here, maybe you were the catalyst, Mike. We, <laughs> we had quintupled over a decade. And, uh, and at that point, the company experienced some growing pains. And during that time, Mike, you and your organization uh, were a beacon of excellence and achievement, and, and you inspired the entire company. And um, I, I think it'd be instructive for us to talk about, you know, what were some of the qualities or what were some of the actions that enabled you to thrive during challenging times? A couple of things that I was thinking about as, as you asked this question, you know, I think a lot of times um, we don't really see the growth happening. And, you know, I remember, you know, I became a division manager in 1999. You're talking about 2004, 2005. You know, those first two years as division manager, I, I think I, if I wasn't the worst division manager in the company, I was certainly in the 
the bottom bottom 10 out of you know 30 or 40 at the time and I, I really again got very serious I, I, I really uh, listened to the the top two managers we had a system of uh, it was called vector count but a system uh, that you'd remember a system of basically you know hearing some best practices from two of the top managers in the company and they would send messages to their managers on a daily basis. And, you know, they'd leave about 30 minutes of messages a day. And so for about an hour a day, I was just listening to these two, you know, just really talk about their strategies. But it wasn't just their strategies. It was how they approached their business, how they approached, you know, mentoring their people and developing leaders within their divisions. And I think... Who were these guys you were listening to? Mark Lovis and Rick Castro. And uh, to this day, I I really find myself even... uh, kind of uh, uh, quoting uh, things that they've said. And um, they were really formative in, in how I saw myself in a new role. And so <clears throat> to, uh, you know, so, so that was that, you know, that was happening for a couple of years prior. And, and sometimes I think in my experience, and I think other, I, I watch other people sometimes, they don't realize that they're really growing yet, you know, what, because they're not getting the results just yet. So that that had been happening. The other thing also is uh, someone phrased, you know, what's in your abundance toolkit? They, you know, her name is Betsy Crouch. She actually sold uh, sold Cutco also. And um, you know, I was I, I started really getting serious about a couple of different areas of my life. Also, you know, one was my my health and exercise. Another one was meditation. Uh, another one was journaling. Another one was really just kind of practicing, uh, you know, acts of gratitude. And uh, you know, journaling gratitude, even. And um, I'm going to do a quick aside. Those those four plus there was another one. I heard this uh, speaker uh, talk about acts of kindness. Th- those five qualities just make people happier. If if you you know exemplify those traits and those and those behaviors. And so that was also kind of happening at the time. And so I was really going through a lot of growth leading up to that point. And so. I think what happened there is I, you know, in, in that time is I got, I got really, um, I got serious about working. I got serious about my own personal growth. And I think the, the rest of the organization that I was working with also got very serious about their growth. What I, what I found is that, uh, I found that, uh, if I'm growing as a leader, my people are growing as a leader also and vice versa. When I'm not intentionally growing, um, they're not intentionally growing either. And so those are factors that were happening prior to this time that you're talking about. And, you know, when, when this happened, this kind of like a challenging time, so to speak, uh, happened, uh, you know, our, our organization just really didn't, there were some beliefs that I thought were, were not necessarily true. I think a lot of times we have these beliefs that, that we think are really impeding our success or, you know, uh, hindering our results, but often it's really, you know, they're not really true. Uh, but if we believe they're true, then they, they really stop us from succeeding. So I think those things happen. Um, we really start, we really didn't pay attention to what the prevailing, you know, limiting beliefs were. The other thing that, the other thing that really helped us was uh, we fostered a very collaborative culture. And so people were really willing to share ideas. They were willing to share best practices because they knew that, uh, you know, the rising tide would, would raise all boats. And, uh, you know, I think those are some things that really, really, really helped us uh, during that time frame. 
Yeah, that aspect of collaboration, I think, is such a critical element of dealing with change um, because the leader doesn't always have all the answers. But when your people are involved, answers come much more quickly. I was reminded of a couple quotes as you were talking. One of them was uh, a, a Jim Ronism where he says, everything affects everything else, right? As you worked on your health habits and you worked on other habits, you know, outside the business, your business habits became stronger and you're, you're, you became more consistent. And, and what I also thought about when you said you don't really see the growth um, I'm sure we can relate to that with like kids, you know, when you see the kids yeah. every day, you don't really realize how much they're growing. But when you compare a picture from one year to the next year, you're like, whoa, you're right. But, um, the, the, uh, it's an old quote from James Allen, um, in the book, as a man thinketh, where he said, circumstances do not make a man, they reveal him. And I think that your growth was revealed in 2004 and 2005. Yeah. A, a lot of work that you did for many years, the fruits sort of came out during that time. Um, and that's something that I think can be encouraging for a lot of people that may be feeling like they're putting work in and they haven't yet had that breakthrough, that, uh, that the breakthrough is, is inevitable the more that you continue growing personally and, and growing your skills and growing your knowledge and improving your attitude, um, the breakthrough is inevitable for people. Yeah, I, you know, I think far too often, you know, our culture and, and even just, you know, corporate America is, is focused on, you know, the uh, earnings report and the, you know, they're, they're really focused on getting short term immediate results. And, you know, Eastern philosophy is this much longer term thinking. And they're really focused, you know, when I think about Eastern philosophy, I'm thinking about like Zen, you know, Zen practices, they're, they're really focused on devoting themselves to the process and mastery of the, of, of the thing. So of the skill set. And I, and, and I think that's the other thing that, uh, you know, we both have kids, you know, when I think about some, some of the things I, I want our kids to really, uh, walk away with is, um, and also the people that I work with is, you know, really, really be, be become passionate about getting better at something. Uh, and because the, the result will eventually happen and it happens at a different pace for everyone. As you look ahead into the years to come, uh, what are some of the ways that you aspire to change the lives of the people around you through your work or through your influence? When I think about what we do and what inspires me most is that, you know, we, we work with a lot of people and we work with a lot of people who are young, who are just trying to get a sense of, uh, of who they are. And I, I, there's so many people, again, I'm going to use myself as an example, that they walk into their first Vector Summer, one person, and they walk away, to use the term from Matthew Kelly, a much better version of themselves. Mm -hmm. One of the things we were told when we had kids, someone said to us, if you want to raise responsible children, give them responsibility. So that's one thought. And then I'll get to that in a second. And then the other one at our, at our kids' school they say that they, they call it, this is a mistake making place. And I love how the two of those, we give people a, at Vector a great opportunity to be independent. And we give them a great opportunity to be very personally responsible for themselves. Unlike mm -hmm. most other jobs or most other opportunities that people have at that formative stages in their life. And when I think about, uh, we also give many people who end up running an office as a young person, 
and their first entrepreneurial experience. So when I think about, you know, the future in, in terms of, you know, what I'd like to see is I, I'd like to see us, again, partnering even more with the communities in terms of helping people understand the leadership components that, that people really gain while they're working here. You know, when I think about what are the things that are going to most impact you know, the, the challenges and the problems that we have in the future. Number one, it's, you know, leadership, right? And I really feel like that that's something that we teach people, you know, sales alone, people, in order to solve problems, they need to be able to, you know, sell the idea. They need to be able to communicate the idea and they need to be able to, you know, garner a coalition. And I think that that's such an important skill. In addition to that, solving problems is not an easy thing. And we give them the opportunity to, to really fail. Right. I think everyone knows that sales is a tough job where you have to kind of, where you're going to have a no sale and you're going to have no success every once in a while. And we, uh, we give people the chance to experience that in a really safe and comfortable environment. We have a great product, obviously. So it's easier to sell, but you know, they have a chance to really, uh, as Angela Duckworth talks about, to, to get grit and to learn how to be gritty. And, uh, and so I, I love that we are also teaching people how to have initiative and solve problems and, and be goal-oriented. And so, look, I, I know that most of the people that we work with and interact with while they're uh, here, sometimes they're just going to work with us for a short time frame. And I'm just hoping that they, that they walk away you know, a little bit more empowered to you know, pursue their passion and their dreams that hopefully have a big impact on our society or even smaller impact that impacts someone else. And clearly, you know, for me, that's why I've, uh, I'm so passionate about the job because I had that experience and I've seen the people that stick with the job really, I find that they have this really transformative experience. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's flashback episode of Changing Lives, Selling Knives, you can find the full episode and show notes at changinglivespodcast.com. You can also sign up there to receive free resources from me and some of our amazing guests. Please consider rating or reviewing us on your podcast player and hit the subscribe button so future episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device. This is Dan Cassetta signing off. We'll be back in a few days for our next story about changing lives. 